welcome to ZPM. I'm Teresa. And I'm Manny. Oh, how's it going? How's your week going? Uh, you know, it's going. You know, week one of like, you know, week, well, week three of President Biden's uh, presidency. Mm. And the world, and the world is a changing. It's pretty good stuff. Or it's uh, reverting. It's a lot of like control Z going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> Just control Z, control Z, control Z. Oh God, I'm gonna be here all day. I, I gotta say, I got It's nice to see like you know a press briefing, oh, no. or it's an actual press briefing. I'm excited to not hear like nonsense on Twitter and like just just nonsense. I'm just I'm happy to not hear nonsense. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's still the fringe QAnon people out there, or Trump supporters who are like, it's not over, but you know, it's dying down. <laughs> <laughs> their their doomsday day never came and that is a sad reality because now they have to go back home to their families and be like sorry i ostracized my whole family for no you do do you know what the new conspiracy is now oh no no trump went to mar-a-lago to form the actual government he's picking cabinet members to form an actual government when this one fails it's amazing <laughs> i mean there's still some heaven gates people you know and they all really? I thought, like, I thought they were all wiped out. Well, they killed themselves, but they left like a couple back for you know, admin stuff or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a couple of people didn't catch the old Haley's comment, so they're there. So that's well, weird. I mean... <laughs> I mean, you know, but they're not hurting anybody, or like, I don't know, they're just not bothering anybody. So whatever. That's like. The nicest of cults, I guess, because I mean, I mean, they're, killing they're yourself's just, just, not thrilling, but yeah, they're just gelding themselves and like having a good time. I mean, they're the ones who decided, you know, it's not like anybody was forced into anything. They were like, no, mm-hmm. I'll do it. It's fine. Uh, anything else new and exciting? Uh, not really. Mm. Anything hellish so, going uh, on? <laughs> I did my best, <laughs> man. I did my best. Go to it. Ah, uh, that's a good one. His uh. answer is no. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I had to eat a Nutella stick. It's bad behavior for somebody who's supposed to be sugar-free. I know alcohol turns into sugar. I'm aware of the situation. But I'm pretty good about not cracking over this Havilabar. Have you ever had these? Halva? Hal- hal- mm-hmm. It's, um... It's a little like peanut butter, except it's not. It's more dry, and it's sesame, and it's covered in chocolate. Is it like an, is it like an Israeli candy? A Turkish, or I guess a regional area. Okay. Where's this one from? Brooklyn. Terrific. So maybe Israeli. <laughs> comes from the Hasidic community. No, I don't know where it comes from. I know that they make it at the... Turkish deli by my house, but they don't, not this brand. They make, um, you know what? This one definitely is because it's Parv and it's K. K for P means mm. kosher for Passover. So in this case, That's cool. yes, but the Turkish deli by my house is halal. So no, and they make theirs fresh and it was outrageous because I sent Michael out oh, yeah? to go get some one time. I was like, hey, I have to mail these down to my cousin. And I was like, go find them. And he couldn't find them. But he came back from the, the Turkish deli with, like, 
a two-pound tub <laughs> of this stuff. Of, and I was, of, of halva? Yeah. And he, because he had never had it. And I was like, bro, this is going to be a problem for both of us. <laughs> and he's like, I've never had this. And then he ate it. And he was like, why would you turn me on to this? Because we're fat. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm tr- I don't know what to tell you. It is definitely not keto friendly. Almost certainly. No, it's not. It's del- I-, I heard it's delicious, though. It is the most delicious. A lot of protein. That's not nothing. It's not the most mm. carbs I've ever seen. Ooh, there's uh, 13 grams of fat. It's terrific. I love it. <laughs> it's all the carbs are coming from the chocolate. Let's think positively, okay? <laughs> yes. Coming from the sugar and the chocolate, because I've bought, um, I made my own hummus once, and you have to use uh, sesame paste. And I can I making your own hummus is long and it's painful because you got to yeah because you have to get the chickpeas and soak them and everything, right? Yeah, soak them. You got to peel them one chickpea at a time. And there's no like the internet would be like, oh, you know what you do? You take out a towel and you put the chickpeas in, and you just rub your hands together, and suddenly the skins are all gone. That's not true. You have to peel them one chickpea at a time. There's oh, no easy man. way out. There's no easy way out. Don't let the internet fool you. They think they, they're like, oh, and you know how sometimes they're like, oh, if you put a hard-boiled egg in a, a cocktail shaker, the, the shell flies off? It doesn't. Nothing helps. You have to do it yourself, one shard at a time. But it was delicious. Oh, that's great. But it's not worth the sweat equity to do it yourself, in my opinion. You can just go go get your own havala, go get your so own... So it doesn't taste better? Hummus. It doesn't, it doesn't taste better when you do it yourself? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it tastes like, it tastes good. Like, it's good. But, like, I don't know. There's a lot of interesting You'd spices. Yeah. I'd rather buy it myself. It's just not worth the sweat equity. There's, like, a lot of sweat equity that goes into that. Uh, same goes for mm-hmm. tzatziki sauce. It's, it kind of costs a little bit more for you to make tzatziki sauce yourself if you're not making, like, a vat of tzatziki sauce. But isn't, it, isn't tzatziki just, like, yogurt and, like, garlic? It is. And, then, and spices? Uh, dill and cucumber. And I put in lemon juice and olive oil. That doesn't, that doesn't sound too expensive. I mean... Well, it's not terribly expensive, but I only... It's just the two of us, so how much am I really going to make? Yeah. So then i got to buy the little cups, and those are a dollar when I could spend a dollar fifty and get, like, a vat. But then i got to throw out half the vat. What am I going to do with a yeah, quart of yogurt? after a while. I, which is weird because yogurt is already stale milk, as far as I'm concerned. Well, it's cultured milk. It's not that cultured, is it, though? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I got so it's not, it's, it's not. It's bougie milk. That's what it is. <laughs> I was like, it's stale milk and it's gross. It's like when, when you buy like a pack of mushrooms and it get the, mu- the mushrooms get moldy. You're like, how is there mushrooms on these mushrooms? Yeah, that always confuses me. Like, wait, the mushrooms are rotten? I just had rotten mushrooms the other day. I mean, I didn't eat them, but, like, we took them out of the fridge. And I was like, damn it. These mushrooms are done for. <laughs> Mushroom, uh... Now, nah, we got distracted and stepped all over the intro. <laughs> into Jolinar's <laughs> memories. <laughs> they, but they're not serving any hummus and tzatziki sauce in hell. Which is weird. <laughs> No. Go, or whatever. <laughs> I didn't bring it back at all. I did a terrible job. <laughs> it's fine. All right. The show opens up with the Tokra calling. Tokra calling. It's like Avon, but Tokra. Bing bong. <laughs> Tokra calling. Uh, and it's Martouf, who uh, 
I maintain is the most beautiful of them. Oh, oh gosh. Jesus, everybody. Really? You like Martooth? Oh my god. Like is an understatement. J.R. Bourne is ridiculous. Because I think Martooth is like the most uncharismatic like person. I'm gagged over here. I want you to know. <laughs> I mean, I know I used the slide off my seat joke last week, but I mean, Jesus. Whenever I see this guy, I'm like, oh my god. He's so hot he's been on the CW. And that's a... Okay, well, yeah, that... that... That is, that's kind of hot. That is the level of hotness right there. He was on the 100. And he was a, uh, he's, f- oh my god, I'm going to die. What a, what is, I, it's weird for me to say Silver Fox since I'm 43. He's 50. He looks incredible. <laughs> I'm looking at him now, I'm like. He's 50? Oh my god. I did not know that. Jesus. Well, good for him. Way to age well. I mean, once you make it on the CW, you know. I know. He's on, kind of a beautiful person. He is super beautiful. He was on Teen Wolf. I know that. Word. My word with this one. I've never met him in real life. Once you go to Dragon Con, it's like you've met every sci-fi actor there is to meet. Yeah, I've met Edward James almost. I've met Scott Bakula. Ooh, mm, cool dude. Scott Bakula. He's such, yeah, he's such a cool dude. Oh, my God. That he is a cool dude. I bought perfume for, from uh, Virginia Hay. She was selling her perfume? Yes. Because she, like, she's more like Zahn than you'd think. <laughs> like, no, I've, I've seen her in interviews. She's very, yeah. er, what's this word? Earthy. Yep, she sure is. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that must have not been a very big stretch. <laughs> she rules that show. Like, what's my character? Like, what does my character do? Oh, she meditates and she's in tune with, you know, her aura. Oh, okay. She's like, me too. She was so sweet. Uh, Still some of the best perfume I've ever owned. I've yet to find anything that smells quite as good. Okay, cool. Anyway, oh my god, can we get the show off the ground already? The Tokra are calling. (laughs) Martouf is on hold. (laughs) Martouf is on hold. Uh, He comes by to report that uh, Sam's dad... Jacob has been taken by Sokar and that oh, that's the whole cold open it's like two lines it's like he walks in and is like sorry about your dad man Dad's not here because he's been captured he's being tortured and only Jolinar has ever escaped the clutches now I, t- I said last week I didn't remember anything about this I remember things about Jolinar it's like Sam's memories of Jolinar that's what I remember about Jolinar like the second, like, she was like, only Jolinar knew how to escape. I'm like, oh, this is the one where she bangs the guard so she can escape. <laughs> but that's yeah. all I remember about it being like, you do what you got to do. As a woman, I understand. Like, if I were in captivity, I would sleep with any and all guards to get myself out of captivity. Well, to be fair, you are in hell. Yeah, up to and including well, the devil. Yeah, which shows you how much Sokar is... Sokar has an ego. He's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to transform this planet. I'm going to take over this planet, destroy it, and transform it, and terraform it to look like hell. I mean, that's a flex. Just to scare the crap out of people. <laughs> yeah, right? I was going to say, women have that the advantage. <laughs> Go on. No, that's like an intense flex right there. It really is. I'm going to say, women have the advantage uh, in this way. Like, if it was uh, Martouf stuck in there... Or Jacob or something. Well, Jacob, obviously, he's like... 
I mean, unless <laughs> you know the guard is up for some extracurricular fun, then yeah. I mean, women. I hate to say, I hate to put it this way, but like I don't know, men are kind of piggish, and if uh, you know, I'd be like, I will perform for you sexually. I will. I will have relations with you if they, you let me out of here. The guys will take them up on the offer. <laughs> but if you yeah. if like it was if anything less than like the hottest guy in captivity walks up to a female guard and is like, I'll have sex with you, it'll be like, Yeah, I bet you would. <laughs> yeah, okay, buddy, you and like fifty other of them. I would sleep with the ugliest guy that ever lived <laughs> if it meant getting out of captivity. <laughs> captivity or out of hell? Captain. Both, like anything, like if I like my plane crashed somewhere and they were like, "Gotcha, prisoner of war," I'd be like, "I really, literally anything." I'd be like, "I listen. The most you're gonna go is like 15 minutes, and I can put up with anything for 15 minutes." Have you have you seen a uh, you seen Tiger King, right? Yes. So what if you were in Doc Souls, like weird animal sex culty kind of thing? I would not be in that cult. I'd be like, "This is a cult," <laughs> and I would leave immediately. <laughs> I withdraw my application. If he lets you leave. Yeah, then well, I would do whatever. You, but you wouldn't know that it's a weird animal sex cult if you, unless you go down there. That's true. Unless you go down there. Listen, whatever it takes. I don't want to be captive. And if that's what it's going to take, <laughs> then fine. Then fine. I'll talk about it with my therapist once I'm out of there. <laughs> you know, people, people what did you do? POW camps and stuff like that. I mean, listen, whatever it takes. I'll be like, it's fine. Fine, we'll go over it in therapy. <laughs> Which is what's going on here, because as as Sam has more memories, uh, they put the little memory dot on her head. Oh, wait, we're not even there yet. We're still at... <clears throat> excuse me. Martouf describing the memory enhancing on Sam. And Jack says, mm-hmm. well, I'm probably going to hell anyway. I might as well check out the neighborhood. <laughs> Yeah, he has the best lines in this episode. <laughs> These are some real good quips from Jack. Teal'c's not going to go down because they only have four escape pods and there's five people. Besides, and they didn't have to put it that way. They didn't have to be like, not enough room for Teal'c, sorry to say. They could have just said, we need somebody in the ship to pick us up when we're breaking out. And you're like the best pilot we have. Does anybody else know how to fly one of these? Because Teal'c knows pretty well how to fly one of these. So he's not going to go down. Um, they put the little dot on Sam's head, and she remembers her mom dying, which is sad. Then Martouf's like, hey, remember the sunset that we shared? And I was like, wow, that's a real interesting memory (laughs) you're choosing to have Sam relive. She's like, yeah, I remember it now. Thank you. I'm not saying they shouldn't do it. I'm just saying they should. (laughs) Like, Martouf, why are we we living our sexual fantasies? Be like, I get it, but... mm, and then she remembers being in in the hell planet and she feels like physical pain of what Jolinar had gone through. And he's like, whoops, looks like I put that up too high. I'm like, put that up too high. <laughs> high. Like, how high was What? <laughs> Be like, it was some serious ass torture. It's so serious that she would never even talk about it or tell me about it. Uh, let me put this up to maximum. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he forgot to take it off a maximum when he put it on maximum so she could feel like the sunset times. That's right. Be like, hey, I'm just saying, in case you're feeling any kind of way, I hope it's toward me. Can I see how you look at me sometimes? Boys. Mm -mm -mm. 
so Sam is struggling with all of this because she's starting to get some real flashbacks. And that's when uh, I knew what she had to do. I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. She definitely did all of that. Jolinar did all of that. And, he, and no, yeah, she's not going to be like, yeah, he wouldn't believe the perverse things that I had to do to break out of this. How'd you, how'd you get out, Jolinar? Well... It wasn't missionary. Let's put it that way, okay? It was a lot of... He likes the weird stuff. We did the weird stuff. Exactly. And, like, I didn't want to tell you my boyfriend, Martooth, because, uh... I mean, that's you not gonna go down you, well. <laughs> yeah, you might you might feel some kind of way, you know? I don't know how you'd react. Right. No need to find out. How do you escape? Magic. Let's move on. <laughs> it's vagina magic. How'd you escape? What's that over there? <laughs> Jack's like, hey. Jack put, does a lot of sidebars with Martooth. Calls him Marty. <laughs> yeah, he just... He's like, a little little sidebar, please. Can we take it easy on Sam? He's like, no, we can't. He's like, mm, can't we? <laughs> yeah, he has like respect for authority at all. Well, like, the Tok'ra or like generations deep in this battle. So they don't have time for like sensitive needs or whatever, because I mean, they're still go old in the end, but they're just not going to take over any planets or be like, I'm your God. They're just like, uh, well, they're, come on, TikTok. they're the more reasonable, the gold. They're not like, you know, they're not sarcophagus laden. Mm. Oh, Daniel comes over to comfort Sam. Cause she's freaking out because they are not a couple somehow. Hmm. Interesting. But Jack Jack can't do it because he's not good with that stuff. No, because he's emotionally unavailable. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he made that crystal clear for everyone. (laughs) Daniel's too emotionally available. Jack is emotionally unavailable. Sam's like, oh my god, this is all made. Can I have a normal guy who likes to have normal stuff with a bit of fun? Like a bit of the weird stuff, but not all of the weird stuff. She's like, this is my nightmare. She's like, I can't wait to get back with Janet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she has really bad taste in men, though. Sam? I mean, she does okay yeah. with, with with my... Uh, well, that's why she's with Janet, because uh, she's not doing good on the man side. Yeah. Well, I mean, after the, after the one with the God Complex, you know. When she goes with Pete. I remember Pete because I love the DeLuise boys, so I'll never forget Pete. Oh, that's right, Pete... All the Deloises. I love them so much. Mm. I loved I loved Sequest, just to be clear. I want everybody to know that I loved that show so much. Sequest was hit or miss for me. Yeah, it's a hundred percent hit all the time. It was. <laughs> it was. Because there was some there was some episodes that were really good and they could have explored a lot of stuff with that episode and then the episode was like, What? Alright, that third season with Michael Ironside was a bit whack, but you know. I hung in there. Yeah, I did. I did the right thing. Oh, although they did have Mark Hamill that season. I think so. Wasn't right. Mark Hamill. Was it third season he was in. Oh. Yeah. Really? Are you sure about? Yeah, I this? think he was in one. He was in one of the episodes. I know that. Oh, maybe one. Hmm. I'm gonna look that up. Mark Hamill. There he is. Is he on Sequest? I think it was. Was it Mark Hamill? Hmm. I know it's. it's it's been a long time since I've seen Sequest. So. He might have been on Sequest. You might be right about that. Oh, I carried such a torch for... Uh... Oh, yes. It was an episode called Dreamweaver. Season 2, episode 14. Yeah, go. he was a villain. Oh, that's very fun. 
I didn't realize that. I'm very bad at the who is this game. Like, if there's a actor on TV or something like that, my husband will know them immediately from there. He'll, like, read off the IMDb from memory. Yeah, that's how I am sometimes. Oh, and I'm I like... Remember Earth, I, remember Earth, I remember Earth 2. I love Earth 2 so, so much. Yeah, I was I was all in on Earth 2. I was like, this is going to be the greatest show ever, and then it got canceled. Oh, it was the greatest show oh, ever. Oh, maybe not. Uh, Clancy Brown. Oh, I carried a torch for him, too. Still do. Still do. Yeah. I carried he's, still, for... he's still Lex Luthor to me. Oh, my goodness. Uh, he is gorgeous in that show. Not only that... But then later on, he's in Carnival, and he's Brother Justin. And boy, yeah. that kick off quite a fetish. Brother so, Justin? Yeah. I was like, save your crazy magic powers. I'm coming willingly, buddy. He was also in Starship Troopers. He sure was. Oh, and he was in yeah. uh, The Green Mile, and, and he's the voice of Mr. Krabs. He's a lot he of fun. He's in Shawshank. He's fun stuff. Mm-hmm. He's super fun stuff. And I dig him a lot. That girl that played his daughter, though, she passed uh, from some childhood disease or whatever. That's sad. Oh, yeah? Sorry to bring it down, guys, but that's the life. It's pretty hellish. I brought it back. Very (laughs) meandering this week. Meanwhile, on the the adventures of Jolinar. (laughs) On the the adventures of Jolinar. So they go down in those pods, and they walk in, and they're like, "Uh, yep, we're prisoners just like you. Isn't it terrible? (laughs) Oh, woe is me. Uh, they flash into Jolinar's memory where she has to kiss that grody guard, which she does. She's like, oh, it's fine. It's good. Everything's great. I love you so much. <laughs> Although, so what, does that say, what does that say about the guard who falls for this? Like, I know you're starved for affection, probably. But, like... Well, I'm pretty sure he knows he's not the greatest looking guy out there. You know? It's not like... He was probably he wasn't probably a ladies' man, you know. This is probably only job he can get. You know, he gets he gets a respectable job while his brother's like a fashion model or something. Mm-hmm. And like and like you know, sees this beautiful prisoner. He's like, wow, she's really cute, and you know, she's really she likes what I have to say, and she's interested in all all the stuff I'm interested in. Too. <laughs> like he's probably like this is probably his job, and like he goes home and he like starts to like knit and he has like a cat or something or he likes to bake that would be huge because <laughs> he sends them all to the pit he's like get these pit to the pit because sam's like i'm jolinar and he's like whatever and then he goes up to sokar to be like hey thanks for sending jolinar back to me so i can torture her and kill her and stuff because you know you know what happened the last time and sokar is like yeah i know what happened the last time Okay, we're not talking about that anymore. And I didn't send her to you because you've been fooled again. You've been infiltrated. Why is he still the guard? <laughs> it's hard to get good help on that planet. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Nobody's really applying to be guard at hell. Exactly. It's hot down there. They find, so they find Jacob. And he says Soko's army is massive and they're going to attack in two weeks, which they thought, I guess it was going to be a little bit longer, but he's like, Mm-mm, sooner than you think and bigger than you think. So why do the Toka do everything slow? Well, when you live for like many thousands of years, I guess like time doesn't feel as urgent probably. Yeah, but it's like, okay, so what's the plan? Oh, we have, we have a massive army coming within two weeks. Why not two hours? 
Well, yeah, because the gold, like Sokar is also many thousands of years old, probably. And he's like, when you're, if you knew that you had to get a report done in a thousand years, like, are you doing that shit now? Or are you waiting? Are you like waiting no, until this, 999 years? True, but this isn't like a TP super that you have to hand in in like a week. This is like fate of the galaxy kind of stuff. Why are you taking so long? Why why did it take you so long for this food? Because, you know, practice makes perfect. You got to make sure everybody, all your ducks in a row, you filled out all the right paperwork, you got permits in, in line. <laughs> yeah, but every, every token episode, they always have somebody on the inside that kind of fails almost. Yeah, I mean, it's rough going. All right. Oh, sorry. The guard comes to collect Sam. And Bynar is the name of that guard. Uh, Bynar and Sam have a little chat. And then a guard, the guard that was guarding the room that they were in, shoots uh, shoots Bynar. And I'm like, huh, that's mm-hmm. weird. I guess they're having an insurrection of their own. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But they, uh, they go back and they get Jacob and the others. And uh, Sam says, oh, it's rings that transport us back and forth. And we are going to call up Teal'c, and he's going to intercept and get us. So they go back up to where Bynar was. This is all happening, like, quick, quick, quick. Like, in two seconds. So, like, talk about wrapping it yeah, up. I, yeah, everything, everything happens really fast. Like, it was, like, a slow burn the whole time. Like, while she gets the memories, and while she goes to prison and sees her dad, and it's, like, touching moments, and then suddenly... There's five minutes left in the episode, and we gotta move it along. Because <laughs> now my notes. You are gotta frantic. go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> the hell out of here! <laughs> oh, nailed it. <laughs> you like you like that one, huh? <laughs> Martuf starts hot wiring the rings, and he's like, "Oh, I'm almost there. It's so hard to hot wire transporter rings." In three, two, one, I got it. Just take time. But it is too late because the guard that shot mm. Bynear earlier takes his uh, helmet off and it's Apophis. Apophis, right? I forgot that this is even a thing. So I don't know what happens from this point forward. Like, I don't remember. I remember when Apophis dies. I thought to myself, I thought Apophis was a much bigger deal than this. Like, eh. Dead by Season 2 seems... And it, I feel like he had more seasons than two seasons, but maybe not. What do I know? But clearly he does because he's here. He is, and I screamed like in my own living room. I was like, "Oh my god!" Because <laughs> I completely forgot what was going on here. So I watched the promo that I found on YouTube for the next episode, and mm-hmm. Sokar is super pissed. Also, what are those blue veins in his face? Do you think they address that? Because I don't recall if they address why he's veiny. I think, uh, what did they say? I think it might be like radiation exposure to mm. when he was like, you know, terraforming his, the planet because he wanted to make it like hell. What a weird thing. I look forward to seeing what any of this is going to end up as. Uh, what did you rate it? I rated it a four out of five. Mm. I thought it was really entertaining. I originally was going to give it a four until I saw Apophis, and now it's a five. Oh, okay. I always like a Toker story, so those always rate pretty high for me. Not just because J.R. Bourne is in the episode, but 
Mm-hmm. I think it's it's usually pretty neat. I like mythology episodes more than I like Monster of the Week episodes generally, in most uh, series. Yeah, because the mythology episodes they're always bringing like another surprise. Yeah, it's not that I don't like Monster of the Week because there's certainly some Monsters of the Week that I'm like, this is great, like the one with Flash Gordon. That's terrific. <laughs> you didn't like uh, Tilk turns into a bug. Tilk turns into a bug. He does turn into a bug. He does. It's the metamorphosis. That's Do you understand? He's carrying around yeah, a copy the of the metamorphosis. He's not, but he probably <laughs> is. Isn't he? I've read this earth. I've read this earth book. I know what this is. <laughs> uh, so you got anything to plug this week? Uh, no, I thought I did not this week. I will next time. Okay. Uh, you can find us at ZPM Stargate everywhere you go at Podbean and Facebook and Gmail and Instagram. I'm on Twitter all the time at ZPM Stargate. You can hit me up there. Uh, rate and review us on your on your podcast device. So iTunes podcast app. I don't remember mm. the names of any of the other ones. <laughs> I'm sorry to report. Podbean. That's where uh, we're Apple hosting. Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. I don't even remember. Podcast oh. Addict. We on Spotify? We are on Spotify. Okay. So like us and listen to us there. That would be very neat. Otherwise, enjoy your week, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.